Welcome to the most energetic, positive, happy, and healthy podcast in the world. Living the dream. Dream stands for diet, rest, exercise, attitude, and meaning. I'm your host, certified health coach, motivational speaker, sober since July of 2016, American Ninja Warrior competitor, two-time world record holder, and ultra-marathoner, Matt Scaletti. Here we go! You know, if you clicked on a podcast that says how to stop procrastinating, you know that I now know that you procrastinate, right? <laughs> you know what? I laugh because if anyone tells you they never procrastinate, I got to call BS on that one. I think to different extents, we all procrastinate in one way or another. But I can tell you this. I am so beyond pumped to give you this podcast episode. And here's why. The, the reason why is the feedback I have received from this idea I'm about to give you in this podcast. Of everything that I talk about and all the speeches that I've given over the last at least two years, this story and this concept that I'm about to give you has been the most powerful of anything I talk about because of the feedback that I hear. I hear people constantly after I give a presentation or a place that I've gone back to six months or a year later or via email or social media, people are using this idea and it is working. I've been talking about this since, I'm trying to think what, it's been two and a half, three years or more than that. And it's been so powerful that I just can't wait to share this with you. Audience members, I mean, I just had one last week, often come up to me and just say how powerful it is in the emails. It just makes me so excited to share this idea with you. How to stop procrastinating. That's the topic today, and we're gonna dive right in. This is one, this is one way you can stop procrastinating, and we'll dive deep into the story after I give it to you. The way to stop procrastinating is do this. Three, two, one, go. Boom. Three, two, one, go. Boom. And you do it. Here's the story. My wife and I were blessed enough years ago to go to New Zealand. New Zealand is the bungee jump capital of the world. We didn't know that until a few weeks before we left. It actually originated in New Zealand. And my wife and I kind of looked at each other like, okay, if we're going to the bungee jump capital of the world, we must go bungee jumping. You just got to do it, right? We like some extreme adventures. We've done some fun, wild, crazy stuff, and it's not going to stop. We're going to keep doing it. If the risk is low and the reward is extremely high, which it is in bungee jumping, we decided to go for it. I did my research. We looked at the company we went with. This is actually the place we went to in New Zealand originated bungee jumping period. This is the original bridge where the original bungee jumping began. So we had to go there for sure. And yes, it was safe. I researched the company. I researched, I must have Googled bungee jump injuries, New Zealand, bungee jump death, New Zealand, bungee jump problem, New Zealand, a hundred times. And nothing ever came up to the negative side. 
That made us feel a lot better. We decided to go for it. We sign up for bungee jumping in New Zealand. Here's the interesting thing. When you're in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, weeks or months before you go to New Zealand and you sign up for bungee jumping, it feels different than when you're actually in New Zealand and the bus is coming to pick you up to make you go jump off a bridge. <laughs> but we are ready. My wife and I were there outside the hotel. Bus picked us up. There's probably 20 some people on the bus. We're all going bungee jumping. Bus driver gets on the horn. He gets on the the intercom system. Hey guys, welcome to New Zealand bungee jump. We're going for it. I know you're all probably nervous. I know a lot of you, this is your first time bungee jumping. I want to do whatever I can to make you feel comfortable on this 25 minute ride. So I'm just going to play some light music. I want you to just relax. I do not want you to think about bungee jumping or anything like that. So just relax and here's some light music for you. He flips on House of Pain, jump up, jump up and get down. Jump, jump, jump. <laughs> oh, sorry guys. He goes, oh, sorry guys, that's the wrong one. That's the wrong one. I believe I can fly. <laughs> Gives us all these jump and fly and crazy songs. And he had a sick sense of humor and my wife and I loved him immediately. <laughs> so that made it very, very, very fun. When we got to the bridge, the place we were going to go jump off of, they told us two things. First, they told us, you need to realize this is very safe what you're doing. And as I told you before, I agreed with them because I tried to find bungee jump problems and I couldn't find one in many different search titles. So that was very, very, very good. The second thing the entire staff told us, no matter who we talked to, was this. They're going to say to us, three, two, one go and on go you just lean forward or you jump forward it is that simple that's all we had to do and as we got ready to do this and i couldn't help think to myself three two one go so we're just going to do this three two one go and visualize ourselves jumping off this bridge three two one go three two one go three two one go i thought if this works and I can three, two, one, go myself to jump off a bridge with nothing to save me but a big rubber band around my ankles, then I could three, two, one, go anything in my life to make me take action. That is actually what was going through my head as we're getting strapped up and ready to jump off this bridge. Just to give you a fun little story, my wife actually jumped before me just because that's how we lined up. And she's standing there and I'm kind of watching her and the guy, the staff member, was getting ready to count down, three, two, one, go. And he goes, three, two, boom. And my wife went on two. <laughs> she didn't wait until one or go. She was gone. And then I kind of did that thing where I'm looking over the side of the bridge like, is she alive? Did she make it? And I heard her like laughing and yelling. I'm like, okay, good. We're good. Now I can go. She made it, I'm ready to go. But she didn't even wait till go, which I thought that was so badass and fun that, sorry honey, I just gotta tell that story because I think that is so, so, so cool that you jumped two seconds into this thing. Me, I get up next and if you see the video, I posted a video on social media a few times. I might have to repost it after this podcast airs. But I had my one hand, I'm holding 
a GoPro camera in one hand. My other hand is latched on to the side railing and the guy had to actually say before he counted down three, two, one, go, he had to say to me, uh, sir, you need to let go of the bridge. You can't jump with your hand grasping on to the handle there. <laughs> so I had to let go. And the other thing I want to mention is the staff cannot push you. They cannot physically help you jump off the bridge. You have to, again, you're basically have nothing but a rubber band around your ankles. You have to physically launch yourself off of this bridge, really not feeling much of a harness, but what's around your ankles. So it took a lot of faith in the bridge, the company, and in yourself to make this leap. And let me tell you, as the fear and the questioning of myself built up, as we're getting ready to count down three, two, one, go. The fear of that whole morning, that whole day, everything completely went away as soon as I leaned over and my feet left the bridge. When I was free falling, hundreds of hundreds of feet, I was not afraid. There is no fear. It's just the most present, feeling I've ever had in my life. I was so in the moment that it's hard for me to even explain, but I can put it this way. If you jump off a bridge or you go skydiving or you do something that's a little more extreme, when you let go and you go for it, you cannot think about the bill that you have to pay or the meeting with your boss in the next couple weeks. Nothing else matters. You are in the moment. And for anyone that's thinking about doing anything like this, bungee jumping, skydiving, it was the most present I've ever felt in my life. It was the most real, it was an incredibly freeing feeling that it's very hard for me to explain. But freedom is how I talked to my wife about it when we were done. I never felt so free in my life than right after my feet left the ledge, the little walk the plank ledge, after I jumped, that five second free fall was the most freeing feeling I've ever had in my life. Now, back to the whole point here of three, two, one, go. That is the point. That's, and just so to complete the story, the bungee jump thing was amazing. I mean, it was an incredible, incredible, incredible feeling. Bouncing up and down was a lot of fun. My wife and I would do it again in a heartbeat. If you wanna go bungee jumping and you need two people to come with you, hit us up on social media, we're coming. <laughs> it was, amazing and the whole point of the three two one go and then i you know after we did this i'm thinking okay how can i apply this i need to present this to audiences and in meetings and when i'm coaching people and here's what i figured out what holds most people back from doing anything what holds most people back from starting to write a book from wanting to launch a website, for wanting to run a 10K. Here's what holds most people back. And I'm sure you can relate to this because I know I can. Starting. Starting holds the majority of us back. It's held me back so many times over my lifetime. Just starting. Most people, and as again, I am in no way perfect. I will throw myself under the bus just to be real with you and tell you stories about my life. Most people, including myself, are too paralyzed to start. Three, two, one, go makes you start. It makes you start. I just got off the phone with a good friend of mine 
and he's trying to post live videos on Instagram, Facebook Live, stuff like that. He's too paralyzed to start. We talked about three, two, one, go. And let me tell you this. He posted his first live video about two hours ago. I almost started crying because I was so happy for him. Did the video go absolutely 1000% perfect? No, hell no, not even close. And he knows that and you know what? He almost doesn't even care because he's so proud of himself for flipping that phone around and hitting record or go live that he's floating. He's so excited, he's floating. He's also excited to learn from that experience. Now the fear of taking a live video for him is gone. There is no fear. Now he's just thinking about improving upon that first live video, which I couldn't be more excited about for him. And what was what did the coaching session look like? I told him a three, two, one, go story. And he already had the content for the live video. He has content for a lot of live videos. He we basically talked and it was okay, you need to go three, two, one, go, flip that phone around and hit go live. And it was as simple as that, and he did it. Overthinking can crush us. Overthinking makes us not start. Flip the phone around, hit record, and he went for it, and it worked. Starting is the key. Three, two, one, go can and will help you start. And here's the other thing. Three, two, one, go is something I've been using, like I said, for years, and it's not just with taking a live video. It's not just with running a 10K. It's for anything you slightly hesitate to do in life. One thing I used to be mortified to do is raise my hand if I had a question in front of 50, 100, 500, or 1,000 people and ask a question. I was just mortified, why? It was fear. Fear of my voice cracking or saying something stupid or stumbling over my words. I now will ask a question. I don't care who's around. I love asking the question. And yes, I've stumbled. Yes, I'm sure my voice is cracked, but you know what? I got my question out and I've also built some contacts with the person that I raised, the, raised my hand to speak in front of, which is really, really, really cool. The other thing I've learned is from public speaking a lot, as a speaker, I love when people ask questions. I don't like when you try to do Q&A and nobody has their hand up. That's no fun. So I've kind of felt it on both ends where as a speaker, I love when hands go up and I want to help that if I'm in the audience by raising my hand and asking questions. Three, two, one, go can and will become a habit in your life if you start using this as soon as this podcast ends. And let me tell you this, if you make three, two, one, go a habit, watch out watch out for you because you are going to start to become unfreaking stoppable unstoppable i coach people in public speaking and i often say speak 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 keep getting up there and keep speaking looking look for ways to speak in front of groups of people i don't care if it's at a work meeting, at a Toastmasters meeting, in the elevator, standing outside waiting for the traffic light to change, keep speaking to people. I love reading books. For those of you that have heard some of the content I've said, it took me a minimum of 30, 32 years to learn to love reading books, which I that crushes me because I could have been reading for decades, but I didn't, and that's okay. 
but I love reading books now. I think it took me writing a book to appreciate reading a book. So after I wrote the book, the first 15, we're talking about morning routines in the book and my favorite morning routine, then I appreciated reading even more. So I'm a love, 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 love reading books. Reading books is great. I'm just saying that because I wanna let you know too, reading books is good, but nothing compares to speaking in front of a group. I could read 50 books on how to give the perfect presentation, how to build confidence speaking in front of people, but until I start doing it, nothing compares to the doing. Taking action always trumps knowledge, in my opinion. Knowledge is good, but knowledge with no action means nothing, means nothing. Nothing compares to speaking in front of a group of people. What if you hit the snooze button too often in the morning? This is, I, I bring this up because I've talked to so many people about this. They wanna get healthier, they wanna go to the gym, but they hit the snooze button in the morning one time, two times, four times, eight times, whatever. Instead of hitting the snooze, first off, keep your phone across the bedroom so it's not right next to you, so you don't just roll over and able to tap it. You have to physically get out of bed to turn off the snooze alarm or to hit the snooze alarm. Put the phone across the room. When the alarm goes off, use three, two, one, go to get you moving. Get yourself moving. Your brain will not stop you then. It cannot stop you then. It's too late for your brain. It's too late for your brain to talk to you like this. Oh no, you need to get back into bed. It's so cozy in bed. Come on, you don't wanna get up yet. Come back into bed. Oh no, once you start moving, your brain will not talk you out of crawling back into bed and hitting that snooze button. You will already be in motion. Procrastinating will not be an option then. You will already be moving. You will already be moving. Okay, my favorite part of any podcast, as you all know, I say it every time, but I'm gonna say it again. The take action part, the challenge that I throw out to you to add value, hopefully, fingers crossed, add value to life, to your life. We're talking about how to stop procrastinating and the story I gave you is three, two, one, go. Taking action quickly, in my opinion, is how you crush procrastination. Now, the action item, the challenge I give to you as soon as this podcast ends, identify something you've been putting off. Identify it, dig deep, and really be honest with yourself. What's something that you want bad, but you've been putting it off due to most likely due to fear, due to fear. Do you wanna give that speech? Do you wanna teach a course for a community college, but you're paralyzed by the process? Do you wanna start a podcast like me? Here's my full, me being honest. I wanted to start a podcast probably six months to a year before I did. Why did I not? You, I gotta be honest, of course, you already know the answer. It was fear. It was fear of the process. I didn't know anybody that started a podcast. I didn't know what to do. I didn't have any contacts. Well, you know what? I three, two, one, go that after I was paralyzed for too long. And as soon as I three, two, one, go and started the process, boom, everything happened within two months and we launched the podcast. So if you want to start a podcast, reach out to me. I'm happy to help you out and give you the right contacts. Three, two, one, go it. Do you want to post a live video on Facebook or on Instagram? Decide you're going to do it and make sure you know the content, something about what you're going to say. Have that phone facing you. 
Three, two, one, go. You hit go live and you go for it. After you've identified whatever it is that you've been putting off, say three, two, one, go and start. Start, do it. Start it, take the first step. It'll change everything after you start. Take the first step. That will make you stop procrastinating. And by the way, here's the other key. This is really important. I don't care how small the step is. Take the step. Because once that ball is rolling down the hill and it builds steam and it builds momentum and it builds speed, you are unstoppable. Once you start, starting is the toughest part. We all know it. Once you start and you three, two, one, go it, no matter how small the start is, I would bet you that's going to be the momentum that'll get you going and help you finish starting. There's, there's only one way to finish, right? You have to start. If you never start, you'll never finish. That is how you stop procrastinating. Remember, as soon as this podcast ends, write it down, please. Think about it for sure. Think about what you're putting off, but then write it down on paper. Identify what you've been putting off. What is it that you want? And if you're scared of it, good. That means it's probably important to you. That means it's something you need to take action on. Identify that. And then whenever you want to start, hopefully it's extremely soon, maybe tonight, maybe tomorrow, three, two, one, go and take that first step to attack that goal, to attack that thing you've been putting off. Whether it's calling somebody, sending somebody in an email, posting something on social media, go for it. Your life, our lives, we only get one. We got one shot at this. Don't let procrastination and fear hold you back. Three, two, one, go get it. I love you all. I'm out for now. We'll talk soon. Thanks for listening to another episode of Living the Dream with Matt Scaletti. I'm so grateful for you. Please share this podcast on your social media so others can benefit from this valuable content. Also, please subscribe to my podcast because if you aren't, I am watching you. (laughs) Check me out on social media and message me if you need me as your keynote speaker at Matt Scaletti on social media. I respond to all messages. Thanks and I love you so much. Oh,